Welcome to M.T. Stevenson's Organic Honey. This is a testimony tea party in which all the tea I serve is self-made. The ingredients are raw, unfiltered, and saturated with truth and inspiration. There are fun flavors like turning 40, meeting God, weight loss, family matters, midlife money, and so much more. There's a lot of tea for everyone. So grab a mug, let's sip, and chat. Welcome to episode 11 of M.T. Stevenson's Organic Honey, and I am M.T. Stevenson. This episode is called, Whatever Happened to Beautiful? Brothers and sisters, thank you all so much for tuning in with me once again on yet another sip and chat. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so happy to hear from you. And if you're not so new to the podcast, welcome back. I'm so happy to hear from you. So today we are talking about the word beautiful. And you know what? That word we do not use today. And I wonder why. I like the word beautiful. I think it means a lot. I really do. And there are people in the world that I find beautiful. I find myself internally beautiful. But you don't ever hear the word beautiful. Usually when we think of beautiful, we think of someone's physical appearance. So we would see someone that we think is uh, attractive. And we would think, ooh, beautiful. But we would never say beautiful. And I know a lot of us rarely heard that word used that was bestowed on us. Um, in my 40 years of life, I think I've heard the word beautiful maybe three times uh, pertaining to me. Maybe three. My parents said I was beautiful. They said I was a beautiful baby and I had a beautiful face. But even then, when they used the word beautiful, they said it when I was younger not so much as I became an adult or older. So, hmm, whatever happened to beautiful? My husband, he thinks I'm beautiful. And he's told me that he thinks I'm beautiful. So thank you, honey. And I think my husband is beautiful. I truly do. But even with us, we rarely use that word. And is it because the word beautiful is more powerful than we think it is? I'm not quite sure. Even when these days when we do see someone that we're sexually attracted to or think is just downright attractive, we think beautiful, but we don't say beautiful. We'll say handsome. We'll say hot. We'll say stacked. We'll say cute. We'll say even gorgeous. We'll say nice. We'll say a lot of things, but we won't say beautiful. So whatever happened to the word beautiful? And what is beautiful exactly? Well, beautiful is subjective. So everyone has their own definition of what beautiful is. So, but according to Google, what is beautiful? Beautiful is pleasing to the senses or mind aesthetically or of a very high standard. Excellent. So is that why we don't use the word beautiful anymore? Because of the high standard of excellence? So do we not find other people or ourselves standard of a high excellence? Hmm, I don't know. So I want to know what you think. And this word beautiful has been plaguing me all week because like I said, something from my past kind of came up in my future. Sort of, kind of. So let me explain. It's a story time. So way back when, when dinosaurs roamed the earth and I lived between uh, the Flintstones and the Rubbles and Bedrock, I worked a job and I had a friend that worked a job with me and we were cool. We were tight. 
um, we enjoyed each other's company. We made each other laugh. We talked to each other on the phone. We worked together. And I thought that we were becoming good friends. And, you know, I thought of her in a high regard. And I went on vacation. And when I come back, she goes, MT, oh, we got a new person that works here. I'm like, okay, great. He is so cute. He is so dreamy. He is so this. He is so that. Oh, is that right? Okay, well, I candy never hurt anybody in the workplace. Why not make the time go faster? So I said, okay, well, you think he's cute. He must be something. Sure enough, I see the young man, and he was cute. Yeah, he looked like a celebrity, and I'm not going to say which one because then everybody will know who I'm talking about. <laughs> but he did kind of look like a celebrity. And I said, oh, okay, girl, he is cute. Look at that. We got some eye candy. So for weeks on end, I would hear about how much she think he is just the living in. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, he's so this. Oh, he's so that. And he's so good with his hands. How do you know he's good with his hands? Well, he got nice looking hands, so I know he's good with them. Oh, my goodness. We are, we are putting a wagon before the horse here. I don't know. But yes, the man is attractive. I gave her that. So... After weeks on end of talking about how attractive this young man is, she goes, MT, talk to him for me. What? What is this, the third grade? This is not saying by the bell, dear. No. No, talk to him for me. See, I'm kind of shy, and I know I'm going to just fumble my words, but you're loud and abrasive. Loud and abrasive? Okay, maybe I'm a little loud, but I don't know about abrasive. But, but you got that personality, so you go ahead and talk to him. I don't even know the man. Everybody, he's been here for a while. That doesn't mean I know him. But if you could just, if you could just talk to him, if you could just see where his head at. Why? No, I'm good. Cause I don't think my man at home will appreciate that. Number one. And two, this young man don't know me from a can of paint. And I go in there and start talking to him like, like I'm crazy, he gonna really think I'm crazy. And then they're gonna be putting me away in somebody's rubber room. We're not doing all of that. But MT, if you can just, I said, okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. Because I just got tired of her. Now, I loved her at that time. And I adored her immensely at that time. We're no longer friends, sadly. But you'll see why. So, yes, I did talk to him. So, I go, hey, young man, how you doing? He smiled, and I was like, oh, that's a smile that could melt a heart, couldn't it? So I said, oh, okay, how you doing? I'm well, how are you? I'm good, blah, blah, blah. So what's your name? He told me. And then I started the interrogation process. I do this, yes, when I'm nervous, but I'm also kind of funny, at least I think so. So it's a good way to break the ice. If you can make somebody else laugh, then you're at ease, and that's just how I roll. <laughs> so I started the interrogation. So what's your name? Are you old enough to buy alcohol? Do you still live with your parents? What's your FICO score? What's your credit score? What, why are you working here? Where was your last job? Why did you get fired? Blah, blah. And I started like firing questions, 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 questions. I asked the man at least 50 questions. And he answered each and every one of them. And I'm like, yeah, he's crazy for to let some crazy lady come up to him asking him all these questions. But um, he answered it. He was, a, he was gracious about it. So I told my then friend about my findings and oh, her infatuation went from infatuation to I am deeply in love. 
You can't even talk to the man. How are you in love? Oh, but he is so great. Oh, man, he just seems so cool. Oh, he's just this. Oh, he's just that. Well, you know, good friend of mine, you could talk to him yourself and find out all this information yourself. Oh, no, I couldn't. So I got tired of her and I threatened her. So I said, you know what? I'm going to tell the young man you like him. She goes, you're going to do what? I'm going to tell him you like him because this has to stop. This is not third grade. So I'm going to go ahead. So she said, well, fine. She challenged me because she didn't think I would. So I went to the young man, of course, and I said, do you know so-and-so? He goes, which one is that one? Now, mind you, he's new. So he's only been there a couple of weeks. So he doesn't know everyone's name yet. Oh, so-and-so. So I described him. I'm like, yeah, you know, short, cute, blah, blah, blah. He goes, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, I know her. Okay, that one? Mm-hmm. Well, she finds you a little attractive. Yeah, mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's nice, he says. Nice. So are puppies and baskets. Nice, but okay. I said, uh-huh, well... Is, is she someone you think you may be interested in or willing to talk to? She's nice. She is really nice. And she is attractive. But she's not my type. Oh, well, too bad. Oh, well, that's life. Now, she sees me come back. And she, what do you say? What you think? What you think? Huh, huh, huh? You know, like a dog in a pound trying to go home to his owner. I say, well... Calm down, because you're making me nervous. And uh, I knew that I had a decision to make. Now, should I have told the truth right away? Because I really don't like to lie. I do not lie if I can help it. But um, I knew my friend at the time. And I knew that she would be crushed if I said, you know what, he just don't like you like that. So I had to come up with something. Well, friend, he's going through a breakup and he's really not ready to date. That actually was the truth. Oh, okay. And I think they may be getting back together. That was not the truth. She goes, you think so? I'm saying, based on the way he talks about her and he's still in communications with her, that part was true. I think they may be up for a reconciliation. That part was not true. So she goes, oh, so he's getting back with his ex-girlfriend? I say, I think so. It looks that way. Oh, too bad. Well, that's life, I guess. And I thought the same thing. I said, okay, well, moving on. Let's eat cheese sticks. That's what I was thinking. But for my friend at the time, that did not sit well with her. So she went to social media and she started looking at his posts and things like that, looking for the relationship status to change. Well, he doesn't say he's in a relationship, so maybe there's hope and this and that. And this went on for weeks. So I went to the young man. I said, you know, remember a couple of weeks ago that I told you that my friend was feeling you? Well, I told her that she was getting back with your ex-girlfriend and she's still feeling you. So I don't think I could be the one to tell her that I'm not interested. So maybe you can since you've, well, never talked to her. And he goes, well, your friend, your problem. But, well, dang. Okay. He's like, I don't want no parts of that. I don't know her like that. Your friend, your problem. You go ahead and tell her whatever you want. And I was joking. And I said, what if I tell her you're homosexual? 
Now, again, not making fun of anybody's sexual preference, just so you know. But I said, what if I told her that you was homosexual? He said, tell her what you want. Not my problem. Okay. So I went back to my friend. And after weeks of reeling from all of this, I went to my friend and I had the decision to either tell her the truth, that he was not interested, or tell her something that would soften the blow. And I really wanted to soften the blow. So I told her, he's back with his ex-girlfriend. She says, oh, okay. And was that the end of it? No. For another few weeks, she went on, well, it doesn't say that his status changed. <sighs> okay. Now I have to tell her the truth. See, this is why I don't lie. So I had to tell her the truth. I am so sorry, friend, but he's not interested in you in that way. He thinks you're a nice person. He would love to be friends, but he does not see you in that way. She was crushed. And I saw that little face and it broke my heart to have to tell her that because I cared about her at the time. But it had to be done. So life moves on. So I thought. She said the same thing. She actually started dating someone. So I said, okay, great. So we can just forget the whole thing. Except now, because I've been talking to the young man, he and I develop a sort of a kinship. I don't want to say a relationship or anything like that. I'm going to just say a kinship. I can't even call it a friendship. I would say a kinship. So he was an associate. And while we were working, we would talk to one another. And it was cool. It was all right. And in one of our casual conversations, I told him, you know what? We should go out for coffee sometime and finish this conversation. And he was like, okay, when? I'm thinking to myself, oh, I'm just kidding. He's like, okay, when? Um, I don't know. When are you off? I'm off Friday. Okay. I'm off Friday too. So let's see. Okay. Now, he knew that I had a man. He knew. But we were kinship homies at this point. So apparently he didn't care. At least so I thought. So he set up the terms. He said we would meet at the job and then we would go because he knew a place. He lived around that area. I did not. So I said, okay, fine with me. It is what it is. So he set up the plans. He got my number because I gave it to him. He asked. I gave it. And uh, we were texting back and forth for a while. And he said, okay, let's meet up at this time on Friday. We're going to go here. Okay. And I said, so what you got in mind? I said, we got a whole gamut of options. And I'm just, again, kidding. We got a lot of options. We can go out to Starbucks and get coffee. We can go uh, to a local bar and get drinks, even though I don't drink. He didn't know that. And, or we can go back to your house and Netflix and chill. So he said, option three, option three. Yeah, right. Okay. And he was like, all right, so Friday is set up. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So Friday comes and I get no text, no call, no anything. So I was stood up. Now, was I mad about being stood up? No, because I had no business going nowhere in the first place. 
even though I was completely truthful with my man at the time, I said, well, this is what's happening and I agree to it, da, 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 da. But he stood me up. So I said, okay, it is what it is. But I did not like the way I was stood up. So without a call, without a text, it was just a complete ghost. Now I know in these day and age, younger people ghost people, but that's just the wrong way to do things. Don't ghost anybody. You know, if you're not interested, you're not interested. But sometimes ghosting can be a good thing because that's that's letting you know that, hey, I'm just immature and not good enough for you. So I'm going to just get out of your atmosphere. I didn't know that at the time because ghosting was new. I've been in a relationship for a long time. So what do I know about some ghosting? But ghosted me. And I thought that was stupid to ghost somebody that you have to see every day at work. It just didn't make no sense to me. So when I seen him, I did the one thing that you should not do. I let him have it. I could have just let that roll and been done with it. And I thought, well, you get back what you put out. You put out, you know, ill intent. You're going to get back ill intent. So I let him have it. I said, okay, you don't like short girls. You don't like black girls. You don't like older women. You don't like loud people. You don't like funny people. You don't like charismatic people. Only see you as a friend. Any of these excuses would do, but ghosting is never an option with me. Now you are a seven letter word that begins with an A that I don't want to say. And that's what you are right now. What did he say? Well, he patronized me. He says, I think you're taking this a little too seriously. Okay. So you dissed me like a third grader and it is going to patronize my feelings. Okay. We're done with you. You are a little blank, blankety blank at this point. And yeah, we're done. And what I do, I ghosted him. Did not talk to him for a whole year. Had to work with him side by side for a whole year. And I would talk to, the, to his partner that he had to work with. I would converse what I needed through the partner. He was standing right there. Was it childish? Yeah. But I felt better because I had to take control back on the fact that my heart was crushed or my ego, I should say. So, of course, I told my then friend and I said, you know what? I have a confession to make. I'm going to tell you the truth. This what happened. And I knew that at the time I might lose my friend because, you know, I broke the girl code. I understand completely. And, well, she was mad. But she took it with a grain of salt, at least so I thought. So she was mad. She was upset for a while. Said she needed some space. I said, fine. And after so long, the dust settled. She became friends with me. She started calling me again. We was hanging out. Everything was fine. At least I thought. And I left it alone. And we, everything was back. Little did I know that she was still harboring to this fact. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And she was sabotaging me behind my back. Did I deserve it? I'm not sure. Because if we squashed everything and it's done, why sabotage me? It should have been done and over with. But to her, it wasn't. But I let that go. I wasn't even conversing with this guy at, anymore. Told my boyfriend at the time all about it. And, well, that's that. At least so I thought. So a new year rolls around. It's around the holidays. And I said, you know what? I don't want to go into the new year with bad karma, bad juju. So we're going to have a conversation with this young man. Now, I knew with my 
then friend that was kind of done because she's done a whole lot of treacherous stuff to me at that point so it was what it was but with this young man i said you know what i don't want to be this petty going into a new year so let's just squash this let's just squash that and he said the reason i ghosted you so to speak is because something was going on with the family and i was too embarrassed to tell you that and by the time I wanted to talk to you, you were so mad and you were so angry, I couldn't get a word in. You are a beautiful woman. A beautiful woman. He said it three times. He called me beautiful. At that point, that was the third time I have ever heard the word beautiful. He says, don't let anyone ever tell you otherwise because you are beautiful. That's what made me think about the word beautiful because I, I see I see him and I see him all the time. I don't think about it like that. But um, that word came up again and beautiful, huh? So what does beautiful mean? Because at that time, I really thought that you really cannot call someone that you once found attractive, beautiful without sexual intent. So... I had a poll because I would I wasn't gonna rest until until I get answers. So I asked a lot of people, asked a lot of young men, asked a lot of women. According to most men that I've talked to, I didn't take a whole United States poll or country poll or nothing like that. I just asked people that I come in contact with on a daily basis. According to most men, beautiful means something. So if a man ever call you beautiful is because that's what exactly they think you are but beautiful to a younger man believe it or not is internal so your emotions could be beautiful your spirit could be uh, beautiful your talents could be beautiful the way you speak and carry yourself your your personality is beautiful and that resonates on the outside older men let's say my age or above if a man ever call you beautiful is because they want to smash and because they actually think you're beautiful. Beautiful enough to think that you're excellent enough to want to smash and or have sex with. So, again, beautiful means a lot to a lot of people. And I wondered at the time, what did he mean? Because when I've heard the word beautiful addressed towards me, I knew exactly what they meant. When my parents call me beautiful, that's because they think I was beautiful. They made me, so of course... Their creation was indeed beautiful. When my husband calls me beautiful, that's because he thinks that I'm physically appealing and internally appealing. So much so that he wanted to put his name on me. So I, I that was established. But with that particular young man, when he called me beautiful all those years ago, it was not established. So you thought I was attractive enough to go out with, but then reneged. I'm not sure. Yes, you knew all information that I had a man. Yes, you knew that I was older. You knew all of these things and you agreed yet backed out. I'm not sure. But I knew that word beautiful holds weight. Now, like I've said, with younger men, your personality is what makes you beautiful. With older men, your physical exuberance makes you beautiful to most. It could be something different to every other guy on earth. But for women, beautiful is sort of... A greeting. Yeah. It's sort of like a, a title in a way. It's sort of like saying, hey girl, 
Hey, beautiful. Now, I'm sure that women can see other women as beautiful inside and out, just as I would see beautiful. But when we women use it, oftentimes when we use it, it's used as a greeting, you know, as a form of respect, if you will. Hey, beautiful. What's going on? So that just comes to show that that word means something different to a whole lot of people. And it's not that it's out of style. It's just that whichever way you use the word beautiful, it does hold weight and it does hold power. Now, what is beautiful to me? MT. Well, beautiful is a lot of things to me. I'm not sure if I could just relegate it to one thing. Beautiful to me is confidence. Beautiful to me is when you are intelligent and bright and worldly and open-minded. And that would display on your outer appearance. Now, as far as outer appearance was beautiful, smooth skin, nice legs, broad shoulders, nice hands, um, great teeth, great smile, laughter. All of that stuff makes you beautiful, at least to me. And do I think of myself as beautiful? Yeah, internally. I'm not sure if I'm what you call beautiful externally. At least to me, I think that I have a different kind of beauty. And I think everyone does. I think my beauty is with my intellectual mind and my insatiable hunger for knowledge and the fact that I have a good sense of humor and I love art. So I think I'm beautiful in that way. But the thing that really makes me beautiful, I believe, is the fact that I can see that in everybody else. No matter if you are unattractive or sexually non-pleasing to me, I can still see beautiful aspects of people. And I think that's what makes me beautiful. And I'm sure that that makes everyone else beautiful too. I'm sure everyone feels the same way in that regard. So I also think that beautiful comes with wisdom. And I don't think, at least outside aesthetically, I'm there yet. You know, I think when you are 50, 60, 70 and completely confident and you lived your life and you have all of these stories and you sit in those chairs with your shoulders back and your legs crossed and have a sense of ladylike decorum, I think that's beautiful. And I'm just not there yet. Hope to be, will be, but I'm not there today. So what is beautiful? Hmm. Well, puppies are beautiful. All babies are beautiful. But are are all people beautiful internally, secretly? I don't know. But what is beautiful to you? I think whatever is beautiful to you is the only thing that matters. Yeah. So now do I still wonder, even though I see that young man all the time, do I still wonder what he meant by beautiful? No, doesn't matter to me, but it does matter to me what I think is beautiful to me and for me. So every day as I get a little older, I work about, I worked to be the beautiful that I hope to be. And that's the only beautiful that matters to me. So brothers and sisters, thank you all so much for tuning in to MT Stevenson's Organic Honey New episodes come out every Tuesday and every Friday. You can find them on Anchor or Spotify. And I also have an email, mts.organichoney at gmail.com. 
Let me know what is beautiful to you. I would love to hear what you think. And until next time, be blessed.